You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators, and this is The Food Code. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, guys. We're back. So I've been thinking that I kind of want to change our jingle. So yeah, the beginning of the song, the beginning of our yeah podcast. Like we're almost to 200 episodes and I'm kind of feeling like we need a refresher. So I don't know because everybody loves it. If you guys have any opinions on this, please email us or message yeah. us on Instagram just yeah. for fun. It's just something we're kind of like toying around the idea. Something fresh. I don't know. Random and if thought. we ever want to na- change the name, the good news is we have Fit Mom and it's like Fit Mom Food Code. Ooh, I love it's that. It's super easy. Anyways. Yeah, because someone copied our podcast. I wonder yeah, someone what literally that. copied our entire podcast. They like just recreated our podcast. Same exact episode. Same exact names. It's our voices. It's our voices. I'm really confused by it. Super I don't know. confused. Anyways, some, some chick named Rihanna. Yeah. Anyways, I was listening to some Rihanna the other day. I found I found love in Pandora episodes or Pandora uh, podcasts. Pandora, what is it called? Stations. Stations is what I was looking for. The two thousands. The 2000s hip hop and R&B have been just like my life lately with workouts. It's really great. And I was listening to some Rihanna this morning. Anyways. Okay. We need to talk about weight loss versus fat loss, guys, because it is really different. Mm -hmm. And we think a lot of people are confused. So we're, we're one of our clients asked for this. Tracy. Shout out to Tracy. She thought that we were being, she, she said, you should do a pod. I said, we should do a podcast on this. And she goes, you should dedicate it to me. So So Tracy, this is dedicated to you. This is for you, girl. Um, but it's a great concept, an idea to talk about. And we're hoping that this serves two main purposes. One, we think that it's something very important, especially women, and something that you need to hear more often. It's We both feel very strongly about this. Two, we are hoping it will turn some tides and re- help people realize that it's not necessarily an education thing either. Like It's a behavioral issue that needs to be addressed. Um, so we're, Liz and I are going to role play here. We're going to role play a little bit and help you understand... Um, you know, like what what we think of when we think of this, because we have these conversations often. Yep. So we're totally making them up. We are. But so I'm Tracy in this okay. scenario. Okay. OK, so, hey, Becca, you know, it's been several weeks since I've seen you and I'm really excited to get back into my routine training. And, you know, I do want to talk to you about some things, though, because I'm having some issues with my back and like some joint aches and pains. So I definitely want to strengthen, you know, my core. I want to strengthen my back and get rid of some of this, you know, achiness that I have going on and inflammation, but I would like to work on weight loss. Do you have any suggestions for me with that area? Hey, Tracy, great to hear from you with the weight loss issue. I think it's important to understand that there's a huge difference between weight loss and fat loss. Far too often, at least in our experience, and this may not pertain to you, women get overly caught up on what the scale tells them. Weight loss can be completely subjective. And the truth of the matter is, the scale doesn't really tell you anything. If I told you to eat for, you know, not eat for eight hours, you would weigh less. If I told you to not drink water for an entire day, you would weigh less. If I told you to cut off your right arm, you would weigh less in all three scenarios. You weigh less. But does that really mean you made, made significant progress? 
No. No. Not at all. The answer is no. So here's the thing, right? In all those scenarios, and and we're trying to bring some like lightheartedness to this podcast today Mm -hmm. because we get it. But again, I think there's a lot of misconceptions out there. So sure, you will weigh less. Like if you cut your calories and you start doing all of these things, but you really only accomplish like to make yourself smaller, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Often weaker because we're losing muscle. Um, If you're in one of those scenarios, now you're armless. You don't got an arm. That sucks. So you're you're smaller, you're weaker, and now you're armless. But there's no shape. There's no form. There's no contour to the body. We always talk about how you have to build the body that you want. And now in this scenario where we've cut off our arm, you're doing everything with your left arm. And let's be honest, (laughs) I'm not a left-handed person. So that would suck. My handwriting would be terrible. And it would take me 25 hours to eat one meal. So, But this is how most women, right? And, And we'll throw some other people you know, under the bus too. I some think men. some men, yes, approach weight loss. How we approach weight loss is wrong because many would, you know, say that by changing their mindset altogether and thinking of this as fat loss could really excel the results and their process because they understand that they are in this to lose fat rather than just weight. Yep. And you guys, the goal here is to maintain as much muscle as possible. Even better, build some muscle. And focus on fat loss. Like we say all the time, lose five pounds of weight, probably don't look that much different. Gain five pounds of muscle, holy shit. Now we're talking. You look way different. One pound of muscle weighs the exact same as one pound of fat. Duh, obviously. The difference, however, is that that muscle is denser than fat. It takes up less space, guys. Everyone's seen that disgusting picture of the yellow pound of fat and the red pound of muscle next to each other. The pound of muscle is much, much smaller than the pound of fat. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing, like it's a very good idea for people to not only toss their scale in the fucking trash if they need to, but to not be scared of adding a little muscle to their frame as well. When I was my strongest, when I was squatting 300 pounds, I was deadlifting 300 pounds plus I was running as fast. Like you guys, I was in the best shape of my life. I was the smallest I ever was. I didn't weigh the least that I ever weighed, but I was the smallest Mm -hmm. in terms of my frame and my size because muscle is more dense than fat. That's why you guys, when you see pictures and it's, I don't think that people see them enough because the stupid fucking transformation pictures are always like weight loss transformation. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see transformation pictures of women that go from like 130 pounds of no muscle to 140 pounds of muscle and are lean and cut and Mm -hmm. look amazing and totally different and are probably smaller than the 130 pounds of no muscle yeah because i think a lot of people out there right like (laughs) they said i want that toned look and i want to be like having a great physique and aesthetic look but you cannot do that unless you build the muscle so this is where like if you are confused by what we're talking about today please google the muscle versus fat and how it compares right because Mm -hmm. you know honestly we could do multiple podcasts on this write an entire book on you know what type of training you should be following if your goal is to gain muscle mm-hmm. and we're we're actually going to do a podcast on yeah, this we are. um coming up because a lot of people don't understand that we have to periodize our training the same way we have to periodize our nutrition but not to beat a dead horse here when it comes to fat loss almost always especially if you've been doing this for a while and this isn't your first attempt mm-hmm. nutrition is going to be the biggest determin- determining factor in how you look and how your body composition is compared to like 
other people who've been in the game for a while or the first time that they're doing this because it's very, very hard to lose weight on the scale and build muscle at the same time unless this is like your first time like getting into training, okay? So with that said, like you need to come up with a system that starts to help you change your behaviors, right? I'm sure we can sit here and and figure out like a variety of things that you need to change from a nutrition standpoint. Like, let me just throw this in here. Eating more protein, (laughs) eating more vegetables, one ingredient foods, increasing your healthy fats, right? Maybe doing a little bit of meal planning and meal preparation, but rather than telling you all of the things that you could do from a habit standpoint, that's not really helpful, right? Instead, we're going to share a concept and we actually stole this from Mark Young, um, who has a lot of experience in these sort of things. And we want to help you figure out a way to change your behavior one way at a time. So Mm -hmm. as an example, on a scale of one to 10, one being like, I'd rather swallow a live grenade (laughs) to 10 being I could do that in my sleep. How confident do you feel about emitting fast food for a weekend or, you know, not going out at all to eat for brunch with your friends or date night? How do you feel about omitting all of that from your lifestyle? Yeah. If this is like a, a high one for you. So like, you know, like we said, one is I'd rather swallow a live grenade. 10, super easy for me. If it's not at least an eight or above, like super easy for you to do, for me, that's water. Like water is very easy for me. Mm -hmm. I don't have to think about it. I drink it no matter what, even if I'm traveling, like I ensure I get water in. And so that's not something I have to focus on. But if it's something that like is tough for you, for me, that's self-care right now. I don't do a good job of self-care. I I do not make time for myself. You're getting better at it. I'm getting better at it, guys. I have done... I, I did a massage last week. I did a bath the week before. And this week I'm getting a spray tan and going, getting a mani-pedi. I'm going to feel amazing. But those things are hard for me. That is definitely not an eight or above on this scale. Mm-hmm. And so we need to figure out a better approach then. It's only when we can figure out that way for you to be successful and carry that over into consistency, into a consistent behavior that we can make a difference. And if you don't feel overly confident about eating protein at each meal, you know, another example that we see all the time, what about two meals? What about start with one meal? What about start with a a new protein that you're going to try or a new way of making it versus dry chicken breast that everyone correlates with dieting? So like once you can start the, you know, the easier habit once a day or twice a day, now we can push to three meals a day. Maybe you include a high protein snack too. So now we start to get it. And remember guys, like you can't out train a poor diet. We've talked about this before. Oh my God. You cannot, I used to, believe me, I used to think I could. I used to think that I could binge drink and then go and work all the, I hate when people are like, well, I had a cinnamon roll, so I need to go burn those 600 calories. Girl, you ain't burning the 600 calories from the cinnamon roll. I promise you that is far gone and stored. We yeah. need to, it is not equivalent. Okay. It is the body is not that simplistic. I'm sorry. And so we'll say it again. You can't tr- out train a poor diet guys. It's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Like time and time again, your body will win. Your shitty diet will win and you'll stay stuck. Yeah. Right. Like we could write you the most kick ass fat loss plan, like in the history of the planet. Okay. Training four to five days a week, throwing in any kind of like combination, let's say like circuits, finishers, strength training, like anything else that we can think of that will make you hate life. But it's not going to matter if we don't tackle your nutrition. And this is where a lot of people go wrong. Like they just say that like the answer is to eat less and to train more. And what happens? They either lose a shit ton of muscle, Mm -hmm. right? Burn their adrenals into the ground. Yep. Have a lot of poor biofeedback and feel like shit or 
they've burned themselves out so much. Like you guys have heard Becca's story plenty of times. They actually start to gain weight yep. out of the blue because yep. the body is trying to do what it needs to do to preserve itself. Mm-hmm. So this is where you guys have to understand. And this is like an analogy we've used in the past. Like we know that fat loss is more or less determined by calories in calories out, which seems to be you know a more efficient use of our time. Right? So you could spend upwards of, let's say an hour in the gym burning 300 to 500 calories kind of depending upon like the, what you're doing what you're doing how, where intensity. you're starting at how high your heart rate gets all those things right and machines suck at t- you guys i remember one time i was i was i was having to run on a treadmill at a gym because it was like crappy outside i think i did like 20 minutes of intervals it told me i burned like 500 calories i was like there's no fucking way i burned 500 calories in 20 minutes one of our clients today mm-hmm. goes to hot works and she was telling us great. that it, it tells you how much ca- how many calories you should burn or it thinks you should burn. She said the thing estimated that she should burn like 1,100 calories in like under an hour. I was like, there's no fucking way. There's you're, no way you'd do 1,100. You're, like, you're basically doing like yoga in the in warm a, sauna. In a, <laughs> I don't know how hot it gets. So I don't know if it's like as hot as hot yoga or what. Oh my God, guys. You need to understand. These things are not right. And, and like, here's the difference. You compare the, the 45 to 60 minutes burning off 300 to 500 calories or so or maybe you don't eat the entire pint of ice cream before bed oh there's a better option there seems to be a little bit easier of an option <laughs> and if we were to take the simple equation out you know that a pound of fat equals 3500 of excess calories which can be argued you know but listen to us we can kind of summarize taking 500 calories a day whether through exercise or diet or both leads to a pound of fat loss per week, give or take. So again, from a time efficiency standpoint and with fat loss as the goal, nutrition is going to trump exercise in terms of better use of our time, no matter what. And it uh, here's the thing. It's not as simple as this, guys. It really isn't. It had, like we're, simpli- we're simplifying it for you to make it a little bit easier to understand. Everyone's body works differently, obviously, but it's not an education thing. That's the thing. Like we said, it's a behavioral thing. Yeah. And when we implement the different behaviors, like then we start to see the changes. You know, nutrition is going to trump exercise. It is. It's a better use of our time. And it's not, you know, obviously not the best idea to like crush the bag of Doritos and forego preparing the home cooked meal and then get McDonald's on the way home. Like we, <laughs> we know it's it, eating a shit ton of par- highly processed carbs and foods, probably not the best idea, regardless of your, if you're active or not. And right. so like, again, what is holding us back? It is the behavioral changes. It is the things that we need to do repetitively. Consistently. Yes. Consistently. Yes. And so here's where, you know, we want to just chat about like, what does it take, right? What is a fat loss phase? Well, We talk about nutrition periodization all the time. Mm -hmm. Like you need to be working with somebody or if you're doing this on your own, like you need to be going in and out of calorie deficits or taking refeed days or maybe taking weeks at maintenance, Mm -hmm. right? Because the more that you continue to try to cut calories and the longer that you try to do that, so the depth and the width here of your calorie deficit is one, going to burn your metabolism into the ground because you are going to adapt. Your body is always going to adapt. And two, you're going to find yourself like stalling out. And you might now realize that you're no longer gaining strength in the gym because you're losing muscle at the same time that like, okay, you're seeing the scale go down because you've drastically cut calories and you're, you know, doing all of this work to expend all of the calories, Mm -hmm. right? So mathematically it's going to make sense, but you're losing muscle at the same time that you're losing fat. Yep. Wait, 
I messed that up. You're losing muscle at the same time that you're losing weight. Yes. Here's the thing, guys. The main ways that we, and the hard thing is the scale is an ingrained thing in our mind. We are so obsessed with the scale and we use it as our sole reason for progress or not progress. When in reality, I think what most people want is they want to look different. They want to look like they work out. They want to look, you know, lean and toned and whatever stupid words you want to use. But how do we do this? It is consistency, giving your body the right types of food and the right amounts of food, not shit 1,000 to 1,200 calories a day and weight training. Those are the two things that change your body. And guess what these also do? They make it easier to sustain long-term. Yep. I cannot count how many people I know that are muscular, that lift weights, that since I've known them have never really had a problem with weight. Like they may fluctuate up and down here or there. The people that I know that have a major problem with weight are people that don't weight train consistently. Yeah, or don't work out at all. No, no, because like, yes, the food matters, but the consistency of the workouts matters too and the the types of workouts that we're doing. I'm not talking about lifting five pound dumbbells as many reps as possible in a 60 seconds and resting 10 seconds and doing it again. No, I'm talking about lifting heavy. And lifting heavy is what changes body structure, guys. And it helps you burn more calories at rest. Yes. Because your muscle mass is going to help you burn more calories just naturally because it's active tissue. It requires more energy to sustain itself. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we've talked about this on other podcasts. Like if you're going into the gym and you really want to gain strength, you need to be fueling for your workouts. Like we talk about nutrition periodization in a way that there's kind of a few phases here, right? I'm either working on body composition where I am looking to lose fat and I'm looking to tone up because everybody Mm -hmm. likes that word tone or I'm in a season where I am looking to gain strength. Yep. And in that season of gaining strength, you should not be in a calorie deficit. No, you, you don't probably have shouldn't even be at maintenance. You should be a little bit higher than higher. maintenance, yeah. to be honest, to support the muscle growth. Yeah, you don't have enough energy to support muscle growth if you're in a calorie deficit. But mm-hmm. people think that, and this is what those gym challenges sell you, right? You're going to get stronger and you're going to lose weight within this five or six week challenge. But at the same time, like this works for people who are new to the game yeah. and are not like haven't been in it for a while. Total newbies. You know who that works for? People that are overweight, have never lifted a weight in their life or haven't in decades and eat like shit. Those people will see muscle gain and weight loss at the same time because their muscles are, you got you guys, your muscles like a sponge. As soon as it starts soaking up water, it's going to take it on really quick. But then it gets to a point where it's so it's saturated, it's not going to take on as quick. And so if you've been weight training for years, you know this, it gets harder and harder to build strength. You don't see as big of gains. And so the, in my opinion, the number one way to see fat loss is by maintaining a consistent, solid strength program. Mm-hmm. And being in a in the right calorie deficit. That is the way to lose fat loss while maintaining muscle. To build muscle, like Liz was saying, if you've been weight training for a while, you need to come out of the calorie deficit. And you might have to gain a little bit of weight to gain yep. the muscle. Yep. And that's scary for a lot of people. We're not talking about 10, 20, 30 no, pounds. You might gain a few pounds. Yeah. I get when I've done a massing pr- phase in my past, I've gained like three to five pounds. I felt fluffy, I'll be honest, but I got a hell of a lot stronger. Mm-hmm. And then when I went through that cut phase, I looked shredded. Like mm-hmm. I was cut and I was strong. I was still strong because it was done right. And so this takes time. This takes experience um, and it takes planning. But I, when we get back, to getting back to where we started, the weight loss versus the fat loss, guys, weight loss is not what people want. I know it's what we think we want. It is what a lot of people strive for. And then they're left unhappy because they look the same 
not that much different or sometimes people look worse yep like you simply like when you do not when you lose muscle and you lose weight and then you're at a place where like your weight's better but you don't look much different you're just smaller you're just smaller you're not and, like toned. stop taking up less space guys that is not the goal in life for i finally realized that like Everyone thinks that like, I just want to be smaller. I just want to weigh less. No, like I want to be strong. I want to be fit. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to be. And I hope that most of the listeners out there want to be fit too. Because to me, fit is sexy. Fit is healthy. It's empowering. Fit is what is maintainable. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to be for the rest of my life. I don't want to be skinny for the rest of my life. I don't want to just lose 20 pounds and be skinny and weigh less for the rest of my life. I want to be fit. I want to look good. And that's what weight training does for you. And that's what eating the right amount of food does for you. Yep. So that is the difference between weight loss and fat loss, my friends. Yep. We'll link out in the show notes our podcast that we've done on periodization. If you've not heard us talk about that before, um, but that's a really good one that can like pair with this one because you have to understand that you need to go in and out of different seasons in order to build the body that you want. Like just cutting your calories and going to the gym and walking on the treadmill or doing you know hours of cardio isn't going to get you the body that you want. You've got to build the muscle that you desire. You've got to spend time, you know, gaining that strength and then spend time leaning out in the right deficit with proper refeeds and, you know, maintenance weeks um, to offset the metabolic adaptation that we always talk about. So there you have it, Trace. We love you, girl. We hope that this was helpful for you. And to everybody else out there, if you have requests, you know where to send them, info at lsn.fit. We'll be back on Wednesday and we hope you guys have a fantastic Monday. Thank you all so much for being here. If you've enjoyed this podcast, the best thing that you could do for us as a gift to us would be to take a screenshot and share it on Instagram, tag us, share it on Facebook, whatever platform that you listen, or just tell a friend, invite a friend to listen to this podcast. Um, The more that you can kind of share with word of mouth, the more people that we can touch throughout the world. And leave us a five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us grow and reach others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email and we will talk to you soon. Have a great day.